Blessed are you, Holy and Living One. May God be with you. And also with you. O gracious people gathered this day, come to hear the blessings of our God in the promise of the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in word and in song. Join us lifting our voices in praise to our God who is coming into our midst. God is coming. God is coming among us. And his name is Emmanuel. God with us. from Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders, and his name, Wonderful mm. Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, 
Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God.
The Gospel according to Luke. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God, and now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a, to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God.
Gospel according to Luke. Now came the time for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him Zechariah after his father. But his mother said, No, he is to be called John. They said to her, None of your relatives has this name. Then they began motioning to his father to find out what name he wanted to give him. He asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And all of them were amazed. Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue freed, and he began to speak, praising God. Fear came over all their neighbors, and all these things were talked about throughout the entire hill country of Judea. All who heard them pondered them and said, What then will this child become? For indeed, the hand of the Lord was with him. Then his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit, and spoke this prophecy. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has looked favorably on his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a mighty savior for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we would be saved from our enemies and from the land of all who hate us. Thus he has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and has remembered his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our ancestor Abraham to grant us that we, being rescued before him, that we, being rescued from the hands of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of his salvation to his people by the forgiveness of their sins. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the way of peace. The child grew and became strong in spirit and he was in the wilderness until the day he appeared publicly to Israel. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks, Thanks be to God.
in those days, a decree went out for Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration, and it was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem. He was descended from the house and the family of David, and he went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields and watching over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you this day is born in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. And when the angels had left them and had gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. And so they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed. The shepherds and Mary treasured these words, and she pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, as it had been told to them. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Gospel according to John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in Him was life. 
and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh, and he lived among us, and we have seen his glory the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law, indeed, was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God the only Son who is close to his Father's heart, who has made him known. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. We wait for your loving kindness, O God. In the midst of your temple, let us pray. Purify our conscience, Almighty God, by your daily visitation. That your Son, Jesus Christ, at his coming, may find in us a mansion prepared for himself, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. So yesterday, my family and I were driving into San Francisco and found that the traffic was a little bit more difficult than usual. Not necessarily all that heavier, just more difficult. By the time we dropped my son off at basketball practice and we were walking through Japantown, a little ditty came to mind that was a play on a poem that is famously recalled this time of year. Tis the weekend for Christmas and everyone's stressed. Not a creature is patient not even the best. 
We wrestle at this time of year with our impatience, with all the things we think we have to have in place to get ready for the coming of Christmas, reminder of God coming among us. We have to have everything set and in place, ready to go. We struggle as our ancestors struggled, as even the earliest Christians struggle, with the first great mystery of the Christian faith, the mystery of the Incarnation. And our first pitfall in struggling with that mystery is thinking that we have to have it all perfect before it happens. I also got a Christmas card this week from Brother Ron Fender of the Brotherhood of St. Gregory. Brother Ron works in Chattanooga with the homeless. He puts socks on their feet and gives them shelter. Brother Ron was once himself homeless. But he wrote about this other struggle with the Incarnation. And he puts it so beautifully. He writes, I want to be more aware of the mystical, holy power of God. I tend to get lost in my base humanness. While I am washing dishes and struggling in my work and brushing my teeth, I forget. I forget that galaxies are being born and orchids are blooming in the rainforest and snows are moving over the western divide. He shared this statement. His dear friend Barry, who is a Buddhist dogo, responded, You do realize that the birth of new galaxies and your base humanness are all the same thing, right? The incarnation. Ron writes, How could I have forgotten? Is that not the whole point? God loves our base humanness so much that he steeped down from his lofty perch in the heavens and was born absolutely human, in a barn no less, with no less blood and pain and squalling than any of us. As much as we buy into Christmas, I suspect that we would rather not smell the manure or feel the cold of that starry night or smell the homeless feet on the streets tonight. But such is the human condition. The human condition, he reminds us, that God was born into. We wrestle with the incarnation because we struggle with our idea that God is out there somewhere waiting to be pleased, we struggle with the notion that we can make it perfect before God comes. But you see, in God's heart, none of that will do. Because God loved creation so much, God chose to become one of us so that not one fiber of our being is left untouched by the divine hand by a God who is not after our intellect, but after our hearts, 
our souls, our deepest being, so that all may be made anew.
This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley dot O-R-G We wish you God's peace and we hope to greet you in person very soon.